shalom to all. Today's half is Yerushalmi Peah, Daf Chav Beis. We are starting Chav Alpha Amud Beis on the bottom at the beginning of the Gemara, and in the Vilna Source Daf it's Yud Beis Amud Beis. And today's half is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarabas, Yaakov, Moshe, Hernish, Shama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah said as Reyes today over Chulu, and the Mishnah over here was discussing a field that had two different types of wheat planted, white and dark. Now in the Gemara, these are called Igdu and Shamusis. Igdu is the white strain, and Shamusis is the dark, which is either the brown or the red strain. And we had said in the Mishnah that if he intended to process them all together, which is called Gairin Achas, then one pay is left for everything. But if he intended to process them separately, Shtegronois, then two separate payas are necessary. So now the Gemara gives us a few variations of this case. He cut half the field, half Igdu and half Shamuses, with intention to make them Garin Achas, which means that only one pay needs to be left. But Vinimlach, he then changed his mind, and continued harvesting the field with intent for it to be two Gronois. He doesn't leave payoff from the Igdu for the Shamusis, or vice versa, not in the beginning of the harvest and not at the end of the harvest, which means we follow his final kavana. His final kavana is that it's going to be two granos, which means both the Igdu and the Shamusis needs to have their own separate payas left. The opposite case, he cut the first half of the Igdu and first half of Shamusis with intention for it to be two different granos, meaning we need individual payas left, and then he changed his mind and continued harvesting it with intention for one gairin, so then he can leave from the Igdu onto the Shamusis, which is left at the end, or from the Igdu that was at the beginning for the Shamusis that was at the beginning. In other words, we follow his final kavana as well over here, that this is all considered like gairin achas. Now the Gemara tells us, he could separate from Igdu onto other Igdu, and this is regardless of what his kavana was, and this is specifically talking about when he completely harvested his entire field. We know that if a person failed to leave payoff from standing grain and he ended up harvesting his entire field, so he has to leave it while it's in its bundled state. So that's what we're referring to over here. That regardless of his kavana, if it was garin achas or shtegranos, he could leave from igdu onto igdu if he ended up harvesting his entire field. Aval, and like if he didn't end up harvesting his whole field, he can't separate from Igdu for Igdu that was previously cut if he has standing grain. He always has to leave from the standing grain if he has it. And the last scenario that the Gemara gives us, he had harvested half of the Igdu and all the Shamuses with intention for it to be one Gairen, which means that if he continues harvesting it with his intention of Gairen Achas, the pay that's going to be left is from Igdu, because that's the only thing that's standing. But then Vinimla, he changed his mind, and decided to harvest it as two granos. He has to leave payoff from the standing igdu for the igdu that he had already cut. All the shamusas that's there, which means all the shamusas that he already harvested, because there's no shamusas left, is pata from payah. And let's explain why that is. Again, before he changed his mind for it to be shte granos, he had half the igdu left, which means that technically the payah for all the shamusas would be left from the standing igdu. However, now he changed his mind for it to be shte granos. So payah for the already cut igdu would be left from the still standing igdu. However, payah can't be left from the standing igdu for the already cut shamusas, because now the shamusas is a different gairin. And we also can't say, okay, so let's leave some of the ready cut shamusas as payah, meaning we're just going to take off payah by marim for the shamusas. And that's because when it was harvested, we were relying on the igdu to be payah for it, because remember, his original intention was gairin achas. And this is a unique situation in which he effectively has pottered the shamusas from having payah separated. And on top, we quote the Mishnah, and this was a story in 
in the Mishnah where Reb Shimon had planted two different strains of wheat in his field. He wanted to know what the halacha was. He went to Reb Gamliel. Reb Gamliel went to the Lishkas Hagazis and Nachum Alavler, or Nachum Alivler as it's written in the Mishnah, said that he has a Kabbalah all the way from the Nevi'im, that this is a halacha l'mashim Sinai, that it depends on what his intention is. If his intention is Garin Achas, then there's one pay left. If his intention is two Gronos, then there's two payos left. So the Gemara says, Am Reb Zeir B'Shem Reb Yechonon. Reb Zeir says in the name of Reb Yechonon, Im Bas Halacha Tachas Yedecha. If Halacha comes to you, Be'inat Yedea Matiba, and you don't know what its nature is, which means you don't know what its source is, you don't know the reason for it, Al Tafligen Al Davar Acher. Don't divert it to something else. Meaning, don't try to bring a raya from somewhere else that this is the reason for this Halacha. Why? Sharei Kama Halacha Semer L'Mashi B'Sinai. There were many Halachas that were said to Maisha Rabbeinu and Har Sinai, V'Kulon Mishukaz B'Mishnah, and all of them were sunken in or were incorporated into Mishnayis, and therefore it's possible that you're going to try to give an explanation to this halacha that you have in front of you from some other Mishnah, from some other source, but that's not the reason for it. It's simply halacha l'mashim Sinai. And Amar Vavin, or Vavin says, V'yosi, that's correct, because we have that in our Mishnah, two different types of wheat being planted in a field, if not for the fact that Nachum came and was mafarish for us, that this is halacha l'mashim Sinai, would we have known that that's so? We wouldn't have known it's halacha l'mashim Sinai if not for Nachum Alavlar. So you have to be very careful when trying to explain halachas that you don't know their source. Now the Gemara goes on to talk about Tarshav Achsav and Tarshav Alpeh. Reb Zeir says B'Shem Rebbe Lazar, and he quotes a Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us, rube I've written for him the majority of my Taira, and the Pasuk concludes, which literally means they've treated it as foreign. Now how do we dash in this Pasuk? So the question is asked, Was the majority of Taira written down? The majority of Taira wasn't written down. We know that we have Tanakh, but that's not the majority of Taira. So what it means is, The things that are darshined out of Psokim are more numerous than the things that are darshined Balpeh, meaning the entire Shabalpeh. Then the Gemara says, V'cheni, is that so? That's not true. We know that we have far more Tair Shabalpeh than we have of Drushas from Tair Shabach Sav. So the Gemara says, Elikeni, this is the right explanation. Chavivin heina dvarm hanadrashim in hapeh, mena dvarm hanadrashim in achsav. That which is darshaned by way of Tair Shabalpeh is far more beloved than the things that are darshaned from the Pasuk. And now we would understand the Pasuk as saying this, Echtavloi rube Tairasi. Had I written down the majority of my Taira, Kemoizar nechshavu, it would have been foreign because it's far more beloved if it's not written down and is darshaned by way of Tar Shabalpeh. Now, a different explanation of this Pasuk, reviewed when Paz he says, When the Pasuk says, I've written down the majority of my Torah, that's really referring to the Taichacha. And the way we understand that is that the word Rube over here is of Milashon Riv, Milashon fighting, as in the Taichacha. But Afilu Kane, even so, have they not been treated as czar? Have they not been treated as foreign? Meaning, even though I gave them Taichacha, they still treat it as foreign, as if it's not important. And another Joshua Amrav Oven, how do we understand this Pasuk? If I would have written down for you the majority of my Torah, like Marzar Nachshavu, wouldn't it be foreign? Meaning, it wouldn't be any different than what the Gaim have. What would the difference be between them, meaning between the Yidin and the Umais Ha'ilam? These write their Sfarim and these write their Sfarim. These write on their parchments and these write on their parchments. In other words, the Gaim as well, they have their form of Torah, so to speak. They have their books and they write their books down and those books go from generation to generation. But that's not what makes a nation unique. We have Tar Peh. We have an oral tradition which is transmitted from generation to generation, from teacher to student, from father to son. And that's what makes us unique. That's what makes our Messiah special. So that's what the Pesach is saying, if I would have written down all the Taira and all we would have had is written Taira, so we would just be like all other nations. And the Gemara continues, Rav Chagai says, We have things that are said Baal Peh, which means we have Tar Peh, 
And then we have things that are written down in the Pasuk. We don't know which one is more beloved to Hashem. Except from that which is written in the Pasuk. Because based off of these things, I made a bris with you, Mashrabenu, and with Am Yisrael. This tells us, That which is said, That's much more beloved. How do we see that from the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, And we're understanding that based off of the Shebal Peh, that's why Hashem made a bris with us. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Yechonon, Rav Yudan, Rav Shemin. Chad Amr, one of them says, Im shimar If you safeguard Tar Shabal Peh, and you safeguard Tar Shabal Chsav, Ani karasit chabris, then I make a bris with you, says Hashem. Vim lav, but if not, Ani karasit chabris, I do not make a bris with you. Chad Amr, the other one says, Im shimar If you safeguard that which is Tar Shabal Peh, V'kiyam tamashab chsav, and you simply keep to that which is Tar Shabal Chsav, Atamakabal Schar, then you'll get Schar. If not, ain't a then you don't get schar. We're going to stop here for a day, pick up tomorrow with a similar Joshua. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.